0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On today's episode of Locked On Pirates, we're going to talk about how the team can end their nine-game losing streak against Jack Flaherty and the St. Louis Cardinals tonight, as well as questionable bullpen decisions by Derek Shelton and the team as a whole, and the status of hitting coach Andy Haynes amidst what has just been not the greatest offensive output from this ball club throughout most of the first half of the year. All of that and more on today's episode of Locked on Pirates. I am, of course, your host. Who does the most? Ethan Smith. Hope you all are having a phenomenal Wednesday. Hope you all are looking forward to the series finale against the St. Louis Cardinal uh, Cardinals before the Pittsburgh Pirates head back home on Friday to face the San Francisco Giants, which check out my Monday episode to check back in about some potential big news heading into Friday against the San Francisco Giants. But with everything said, thank you guys for making me your first listen of the day every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am, of course, your host who does the most, Ethan Smith, and let's get right into it. You are Locked On Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to That Pirates Podcast. I am, of course, your host. Who does the most, Ethan Smith? Hope you all are having a phenomenal Wednesday, June 15th. The Pirates are in the midst of a nine-game losing streak before their two-game series against the Detroit Tigers. The team was 24-28, coming off of series wins against the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Los Angeles Dodgers, a sweep of the Los Angeles Dodgers. And it's starting to appear that the Pirates are coming back down to earth. They were overachieving at 24 and 28. They now sit at 24 and 37 amidst this nine-game losing streak against the Tigers. Um, the Why am I blanking on who they also lost to uh, before this series? Um, the, Pir- or the Pirates are on a nine-game losing streak. We'll just put it that way, but I'm forgetting who they lost to before this Cardinals series. Atlanta, there we go, and they will wrap up the series against the St. Louis Cardinals tonight. Jack Flaherty will be getting his first start of the year against Rowanzi Contreras, who is posing a 2.57 ERA right now with a one-on-one record. Only or, over 28 innings pitched, by the way. 33 strikeouts. I will take that all day. And that really gets into the question of how do the Pirates end this losing streak? Well, throughout this Cardinals series, uh, defense has been kind of shaky. Uh, Diego Castillo, of course, in the first game of the doubleheader on Tuesday, had three errors. You can't have that with the state of this ball club. You just can't. Paul Goldschmidt had a phenomenal day all day yesterday in the two games. Monday was probably the most infuriating loss of most of the losses, Uh, and we'll get into that a little bit more in the next segment about blowing a 5-0 lead, but they're not playing entirely bad. Bad, I would say I know that's really weird to say for a team that's on a nine game losing streak but you look at the brave series five to three four to two three to one in three of the four games of course they had the anomaly on Saturday losing 10 to four and then five to three and three to one against the Tigers of course their last win coming on June 5th against the Arizona Diamondbacks winning three to nothing and that speaks to a lot of what I'm going to say here is the bullpen has to be improved, which, again, we'll get into the poor uh, bullpen decisions that have been made over the last couple of weeks and really a lot of the season by Derek Shelton. Um, But hitting the baseball and playing better defense, man, I know it sounds arbitrary. It sounds too simple, but the bats have to come alive in this series against the Cardinals. One hit yesterday, of course, we know Cal Mitchell hit one over Harrison Bader's head to break up Miles Michaelis's no-hit bid, which Cardinals fans were not happy about. In the first doubleheader game, seven hits, only one run. And then, of course, in the first game, seven hits and five runs. Just not going to get it done, dude. You have 15 hits over three games. That's not bad. Not It's not bad in the slightest, but when you're not turning it into runs— you're sticking your starters in terrible situations. Like, um, what day was it that, uh, I believe it was, yeah, it was uh, Monday when Mitch Keller went out there, just pitched a phenomenal game, by the way. Five and one-third, seven hits, two earned runs, two Ks. You'll take that for Mitch Keller. But then Anthony Bonda came into the game and just just didn't do well. Stratton also didn't do that great. Taylor Santos, a lot better in that situation but it all boils down to playing better defensively as well i mean diego castillo already mentioned it with the three errors that kind of thing can't happen it just cannot happen and looking into this series or this game tonight jack flaherty getting his first start flaherty over his career notoriously been a pretty good pitcher for this uh team 3-2-2 era last 85Ks. He was considered at one point the ace of the staff, I would think, for the St. Louis Cardinals among Adam Wainwright, Miles Michaelis, and those kind of guys. We'll see if the Pirates can do anything, but I think their biggest key to victory tonight is getting early runs. Attack Jack Flaherty early and often. You have to. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. You need to get at least two or three runs on Flaherty immediately. Give Contreras some breathing room. And then, of course, as I mentioned the bullpen before, make the right decisions. Bring in David Bednar when you're winning, not when you're losing. But we'll get into that a little bit more as the Pirates try to end their nine-game winning streak and avoid a sweep of the St. Louis Cardinals in Bush Stadium. Of course, the Cardinals up in the season series, eight games out of nine, looking to go 9-1 and one against the Pirates. The Pirates, of course, looking to avoid their ninth loss of the year, to the st louis cardinals and again early runs good defense capitalizing on hits that's what the pirates need to do tonight to get the victory and of course here at the locked on podcast network we have a ton of phenomenal sponsors and let me tell you about blue nile of course we are introducing blue the original online jeweler to high income in high income adults, primarily males, twenty five plus, looking to get engaged or gift fine jewelry, and visit the website and convert into a Blue Nile customer. So, at Blue Nile, you can celebrate all of life's special moments, from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Those are two. There are two parts to this business: wedding jewelry and everyday fine jewelry. Both ideas, by the way, should be brought to life. And you know why? You know, whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, fine jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity, as well as setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will then handcraft her perfect engagement ring. Each ring is one of a kind. Looking for fine jewelry, but having trouble choosing? Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at every budget. Make sure your moment sparkles with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Pirates listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use code Locked On. That's code locked on. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever peace. And go to BlueNile.com today. So, I alluded to it already about the bullpen usage, and it has been just bad. I don't know what other way to put it. It's just been bad. Uh, so, we look over pitching real quick. And you look at some guys, uh, JT Brubaker right now, sporting a 4.5 ERA. Um, David Bednar, 1.24. Um, Tyler Beatty, 2.57. Uh, Bo Sulcer also having a pretty decent year when they've been up here. But then you get to a lot of the other guys Chris Stratton, 5.68. Anthony Bonda, 7.36. Heath Hembry, 7.53. Aaron Fletcher, 9.35. It's just not good, dude. Even, just to throw it out there, by the way, even Diego Castillo and Josh Van Meter have an ERA of 36 and 45, respectively. But, when you're taking into account that the starting pitching on this team is already not that great. It's not. I mean, the team is sporting a 4.57 ERA, and... Right now, your wins leader is Dylan Peters. Your ERA leader is JT Brubaker, a 4-5, who leads in strikeouts. He leads in uh, a lot of different things. You got to start making better decisions with this bullpen. And I don't want to hear this crap about David Bednar doesn't need to pitch every day. You're right. He doesn't need to pitch every day. But if you were up 5 nothing against the Cardinals at Bush Field, knowing... Well, that David Bednar is available because he pitched last night in a 9-1 loss, down eight runs, for whatever reason. You bring in the guy who has an ERA above a 6 when you're winning 5 to nothing. Do the math. 6 is more than 5. That's just inherently a stupid math decision. It just is. It's not a good decision at all. But then you bring in your guy who has a 1.24 ERA Down eight runs. Derek Shelton has made moves this year that have yielded questions. Rightfully so. They're questions that are valid. They're very valid questions. And you may ask, Ethan, why are you bringing this up? Well, when you're in... Games like that, especially Monday. This all kind of goes back to boiling over on Monday night. When you bring up a game like that where again you were up five to nothing in the game, you were up five zero. And you choose and again, I understand it was early in the game. Bednar's not usually used in that situation. Why not Chris Stratton? Why not Dylan Peters, who has a three eight six ERA? Why not one of the guys in the bullpen. Again, this bullpen very good right now. At all. It was phenomenal to start the year. Dylan Peters, Will Crow, um, David Bednar and Chris Stratton were virtually unstoppable. Even then, why not bring in Will Crow? The guy is a two two five ERA. He's playing good still. You still have very good options. Tyler Bede, David Bednar, Yuri de Los Santos even. A 2-7 ERA has looked good. So, I just want a reasonable explanation as to why when you were up 5-0 on the road against a divisional rival who at the time you were 1-6 against, or 1-5, yeah, 1-5, with a chance to end a losing streak and begin the series with a win. You already know the Pirates, and if we know this, the front office, the coaching staff, the players know this. The Pirates notoriously struggle in Busch Stadium. It's just true. It's not an easy place to play. They struggle against the Cardinals, period. Busch Stadium is just worse. So you had the chance to start a series off with a win, up five runs, And then it even goes back to the question that I brought up uh, to some Pirates fans and some of the uh, Locked On hosts. Mitch Keller was pitching great. I get it. He was already at 88 pitches before the inning started. He then gets an out, and then he starts getting hit around, which is why he had the two earned runs because Bonda allowed him. Why not just let Anthony Bonda start that inning fresh? That's the other thing. Keller did not need to go out there for the third time through the order at the top of the order to pitch again. He could have left the game unscathed. He could have had a really good stat line to look at. He would have had five innings pitched, no earned runs in Bush Stadium against a hot Cardinals team in terms of offense. But you decided to bring in a guy after he has to come in, first and third. So he's already coming in with a runner in scoring position and another guy at the corner. It's just baffling to me. It really is. It's just baffling to me. And there's a lot of things to be baffled about with this team right now. There really are. The pitching has been suspect. There's guys that the usual suspects are pitching well. Baker's leading the team in innings pitch. He's leading in ERA. He's leading in strikeouts. Bednar is, I believe, 10 for 10 on saves. I don't think he has a blown save yet. Chris Stratton has seven holds. There's promise on this pitching staff. Sure. Will Crow's looked good. Zach Thompson has looked better of late. Mitch Keller has looked better of late. But now it's an inverse. So at the beginning of the year, The starting pitching was awful and could barely get past the third or fourth inning, and the bullpen was good. Now the bullpen is garbage, and the starting pitching is playing better. I mean, take Zach Thompson, for instance. Zach Thompson, for instance, 4-5 ERA right now, and over his last couple of starts, five innings pitched in three or more, or his last three starts, four out of his last five, And he hasn't given up more than two runs in those four games. Cool with me. That's fine. It's better than what we're seeing. Because based off of trajectory, you give up two runs as a starting pitcher, the Pirates are likely giving up seven or eight. But again, am I a little bit bitter about this? Yeah. There's a lot of things I'm bitter about with this team right now. The pitching needs to be fixed. And this is how they'll, bullpen wise, especially the bullpen being better, which, again, is very simple to say but harder to fix, will fix this team's losing streak. And, shocker, it doesn't get much easier. The Pirates play at St. Louis today, and then they have the Giants at a three-game set. Giants are 35-26 and 26 right now. So, like, right under or right above the Cardinals. Then they play the Cubs. The Cubs are just right there with the Pirates in terms of record. Then after that, you got the Rays. Then you get a National Series again. And then the Brewers. It doesn't get easier. So they got to fix some of these issues. And in the final segment today, before we talk about some of our other great sponsors, we're going to get into Andy Haynes' job status and why this offense is struggling and how this offense needs an infusion of just energy. And maybe they get it this weekend. but. Before we get into that, I want to let you guys know about an awesome, awesome partner in Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product I use literally every single day from Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because I didn't have time, wanted better gut health, more energy, an optimized immune system. I hate taking pills and vitamins, and I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great and wanted to see what the hype was about. So what is this stuff? Well. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamin minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging. All the things you need for a productive day. So, why? Do I personally consume it? Well, it helps me when I'm tired. I work a lot during the day, so I always take one before I go to work to feel energized. And even better, it's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, and it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. It also supports better sleep quality and recovery supports mental clarity and alertness, and it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. And even better, you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance that will cost you less than $3 a day. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/mlbnetwork. Again, that is mlb or at again, that is athleticgreens.com/mlbnetwork to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. After you do do that, make sure you go to bet online for all of your pirates betting needs and baseball betting needs right now. Rookie of the year is heating up. Pirates World Series odds way out of the water, but you can bet on the World Series, the NFL futures, the NBA finals, the Stanley Cup finals which start tonight. You can bet on all of that at betonline.com. AG. Of course, Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's NBA Finals, the NHL Finals, MLB Baseball every single day, and of course, all of the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting. If you think the Pirates could come back in the bottom of the ninth. Like they have a couple times this year, live bet it. You'll make some money. Esports, you can watch MLB the show. You can bet on MLB the show futures, all that good stuff and more. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. And of course, bet online is where the game starts. Again, thank you all so much for tuning into the Locked on Pirates podcast, as you always do, on the ticker at the bottom. Make sure you use hashtag first listen and follow me at MVP underscore Ethan or at Locked On Pirates for all of your coverage of the Pittsburgh Pirates, the minor league and more. Andy Haynes. Probably a name that triggers a lot of pirates fans at the current moment. Let's go over some uh some games. One run yesterday. In both games, five runs on Monday, three runs on Sunday, four runs on Saturday, two runs on Friday, one run, one run, three runs, three runs, two runs, six runs. This offense is is not good. Are there good parts of this offense? Yes. Jack Sawinski, I would say he's a good. Cal Mitchell, I would say he's a good right now. Key Brian Hayes. Brian Reynolds, all great pieces. Is it because they're rookies that they're struggling so much? Very possible. Very possible, yes. Andy Haynes, the hitting coach of this Pirates team, who, if I may remind you, came over from this team um, from the Milwaukee Brewers last year, has not been good. This is a moment. And where a coach needs to teach these young guys how to fight out of O2 counts, how to have better vision at the plate, when to expect a fastball, when to uh, expect this kind of stuff, which these guys have the tools to do. They're major league players. This offense, though, is just consistently bad. Consistently. I already mentioned the defense. I already mentioned the bullpen. There's a lot of issues with this team right now. There really are. And they might need to call Bob the Builder to fix them because some of them, right now, just look unfixable. Again, and it's not like the offense isn't getting hits. I mean, yesterday they almost got no hit. There's games where they get seven, eight double, seven, eight, even double digits amount of hits, and just don't plate the runs. And it doesn't make sense. Runners in scoring position. Don't even get me started. This team will get runners in scoring position and just forget how to play the game. The ball will look like an airsoft pellet coming in the zone rather than a beach ball. And again, there's bright spots to the offense. Key: Brian Hayes, Brian Reynolds, I already mentioned a lot of those guys. But Andy Haynes has to step up here and do something. I don't know if it's switching the lineup around, telling him, Derek Shelton, to do that. I don't know what it is that they need to do. Something has got to change, though. And that's another way that the Pirates can get back on track here. Hitting the baseball, man. Hit the baseball better. Jackson, you're getting infusion from these rookies, and you're going to probably get an infusion if O'Neal Cruz gets called up this weekend, like which has been reported all week and I talked about on Monday. Once O'Neal Cruz comes up here, especially if he's hitting the baseball well and this team still isn't plating runs and still struggling at the plate, I think it's time to really question if Andy Haynes is going to be the hitting coach of this baseball team after this year. Because it's unacceptable. It, it really is. The Pirates' offense, by no means am I saying this offense is good. Does it have a, the tools to be a really good offense? There is absolutely no excuse, though, on a doubleheader day that you score two runs. There is no excuse that in the entire Braves series, you couldn't score more than four runs in a game. They scored ten runs over four games against the Braves. Four runs over two against the Tigers. Thirteen over three against the Diamondbacks. What else is there to say about it? They got some stuff to fix, man. They really do. And they got to. But with that said... The Pirates, again, trying to end their nine-game losing streak tonight against the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll see if they can pull it off. And, of course, now that you made me your first listen of the day, thank you, again, for that. Make your second listen to Locked on MLB podcast. Of course, MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and a unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked on MLB. On the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. On tomorrow's episode, it's going to be an off-day primer. We're going to recap this Cardinal series as a whole. Look at the good performances, the bad performances, and everything in between, as well as previewing the series against the San Francisco Giants and the impact that O'Neill Cruz could have on this team if he is called up this weekend. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in, as you always do. And with that said, I am your host who does the most, Ethan Smith. I will see you guys on the flip side.